0: This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 186 of The Real Word.
1: Word is up.
0: 186, right, Bobby? We got it. 186.
1: All I'm counting down is to 200. Just making sure.
0: Just making sure.
1: 14 left.
0: All right, we've got a pretty sad story to lead off, pretty sad uh, state of affairs Mm -hmm. in the real estate industry on story racket number one. And we have a huge update on Zillow, where they're at financially, racket number two. And the market tier of the week is something everybody should be doing. It's something that I'm currently, we currently are trying to do, even well, though I, I sent out the I initial think I think you've reached out
1: to one.
0: I've reached out to one. I'm one of one. I only, have, new I only have one in my heart. My
1: arm's a little limp. I only have
0: one in my heart. We have new yep. arms on, on the- We're uh, excited about
1: it. I'm uh, very loving excited it. About that.
0: All right. Let's get into racket number one. one. This is a, uh, I pulled it from NBC News. It's all over the news outlets. There's plenty of headlines. I'm, I'm just going to link up the NBC News because that's where I first saw it and uh, read the article here. So that's where I'm going to do the show from. All right, there you go. All right. Headline. Black real estate agent clients. So the agent and clients handcuffed outside of Michigan home they were viewing. Let's go through this terrible story. When a black real estate agent glanced out the window of a house he was showing and saw a police officer circling the property with his gun drawn, he was afraid there was a fugitive in the yard. Okay. Mm -hmm. He's an agent. It's like, geez, what's going on out there? What is going on? Well, and he had a client that had his
1: child. I mean, the whole keep going.
0: What's happening? Uh, He's like, okay, this is kind of a nice house, but there's a criminal outside. Mm -hmm. Eric Brown, the agent- so much for that house. Said he thought to himself when he saw the officer. Mm -hmm. At the time, he was giving- uh Roy Thorne and the man, Roy's uh, son, 15 year old son, Sammy, a tour of a Wyoming, Michigan home. Not to be confused with Wyoming right. It's not the state. Do the you state. Got that? Yep. Okay. Michigan, the state. Uh he's not going to buy this house. Now Brown worried. Yeah, of course. I mean, i yeah, I'd be worried about mm-hmm. the fugitive. However, he said he grew less concerned with making a sale, right? Of mm-hmm. course, and more concerned with Staying safe when he noticed a second officer behind a tree making hand gestures like like they do in the yeah, movies. Like, <laughs> yeah. What, what, what I'm, yeah watching I'm watching you. <laughs> watching. Uh, before the afternoon was over, police officers would order the trio. So, um, Brown, the agent, who's the agent, mm-hmm. uh, Thorne, the and buyer. the son, mm-hmm. Sammy, 15 year old, mm-hmm. the trio out of the homes and place them all in handcuffs, including the 15 year old. Can you believe that? It's horrible. Uh, So not a typical showing, right? Uh, Brown who's 46 with Grand Rapids real estate arrived at the two story two garage Brick-covered home at 2 p.m. Sunday and did what he always does. So this is 2 p.m. on a Sunday.
1: Mm-hmm. This is oh, yeah. like... It sounds like the agents were like they were... Like he was waving to the neighbors, got there a little up. early to turn everything on, get get the showing prepared.
0: So this is what he does when he gets to a showing, Nicole. And I've never done this.
1: Tested the doorbell. I've he never tested, tested the doorbell. The doorbell. Yeah, I never tested do the doorbell. Do you do that? Never it's an there, interesting move you know what's it is i think it's a smart move it's I'm a saying very it's,
0: i think i'm to start it's a very smart that. move because there
1: has been a time where during a home inspection the doorbell didn't work so i was forced to ask for them to fix the doorbell
0: i mean usually when i, I feel like a total but usually like, when i open ask the, for
1: the doorbell to get fixed open
0: the door in a vacant home be like realtor here you know you ever do that realtor here real estate agent here well, i say
1: hello hello
0: yeah. could be anybody
1: I, I don't give a shit i just want to make sure there's no one in there hello
0: uh, I mean, unaccompanied f- female here. Well, I don't
1: here? know. What do you say? I don't well, know. I say, hey,
0: real estate agent. That's real what estate I, uh, agent here. Real estate agent. I mean. So he he um tests the, the, the doorbell. doorbell. That's mm-hmm. his, his thing. I think that's smart because if there is somebody in the home, the doorbell might create a shuffle, might create a, whoa, what's that? What's going on here? And so you might hear them before they hear you type of thing. I don't know. I th- I, well, they will hear you in the doorbell, but.
1: Oh, so you're thinking of it as more as like of a safety measure.
0: That's what I was. I'm yeah. Why would he test? He was testing the doorbell, to see if it works. I mean, that's yeah, well, low that's on the Yeah, that's what he list. said.
1: Didn't it say that?
0: But I think he's testing it for a reason. All right. So he tested the doorbell. Then he used an app on his phone, probably uh, Supra. Supra,
1: Yep. Yeah, totally uh, normal.
0: To open the lockbox that held the key and let himself in before his client arrived to, uh, he wanted to open the closets, open the bedroom doors, get the, the house feeling warm totally and comfy. Totally makes sense. Uh, so Thorne, who's 45, they're about the same age, one well, year no, apart. Well, they, no,
1: they, they know each other. They're friends.
0: Uh, they're friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've known since they were in their teens. Mm-hmm. And his kid arrived 10 minutes later The three, waved to neighbors outside doing Sunday things. Just mm-hmm. some Sunday guys doing some Sunday things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy who was mowing the lawn uh, next door, family next door was hosting an outdoor gathering. You know, all good stuff happening. So, All right, so here's what essentially happened um th- these cops then show up they get out of the line of fire they uh brown well
1: he's telling his son he's now the, the buyer is now concerned for his 15-year-old son because they they very yeah. quickly realize that these police officers are there for them so so
0: thorn who who's the buyer uh is also black he's also an, an, an army, army veteran, veteran he, yeah. so he told his son to get out of the line of fire because yeah. cuz basically these officers had their guns drawn at the house mm-hmm. even though um at one point, they opened the window. Right. And, and so they quickly realized like, hey, these guys are not like looking for a fugitive out here.
1: They're they are. Lo- they're here for them.
0: They're here for us. Yeah. Uh, so Brown said they were ordered to come downstairs and exit the front door of the house one at a time with their hands up. We realized, okay, uh, this has been going on for some time. These guys have been circling the house trying to figure out how to get these three people mm-hmm. out of the house, the the agent and the uh, the buyer and his son. Uh, three or four police vehicles were parked with their wheels on the sidewalk mm-hmm. and officers using their open SUV doors as shields with guns drawn. So they never like knocked on the door. Hey, what's going on in there? Like Nothing. they just legit rolled up. Yeah. Like, um, well,
1: and what's really interesting, though, too, they talk like the about bombers in the bombers from the Boston Marathon right, were in there or something is that they had already arrested somebody at the home I think they said maybe so, so a week this, or a few days before. This
0: is where they were suspicious is there was a break in to your point a week before. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: right. But again, like they caught the guys. So like they're not back. But
0: So, so Brown comes out he's like, yo, hey, they're, they're all handcuffed. Brown's like, I'm showing the I'm house. I'm showing the house. He's like, what's the disturbance? Didn't get an answer. Before Nothing. he was about to be placed in the cruiser, he urged the officer to go into his pocket and pull out his wallet to find his business card. I'm assuming there's a for sale sign.
1: I would hope so. House. And there's a lockbox. Like, lock, the yeah. lock like, I use the lockbox. Like, I, the key is probably still in the door.
0: So he like, says, He says I'm just showing the house. Get my business card. Okay, so they, the uh, officer pause, asks how Brown got into the house. Dude, I'm an agent. So Brown is still... I cuffed. have the
1: code. Here's it, the code on my phone.
0: He, he says, take me back to the entrance of the house. He demonstrates how he got the key out of the lockbox to so the officer. The officers uh, with the Wyoming Police Department took the handcuffs off the three and apologized, Brown said. They told... Him, the house recently had a squatter. So that that's what, what you're talking about. The squatter uh, had a black Mercedes, which resembled Brown's black Genesis vehicle. What's a Genesis? What make is that? Uh,
1: that, that it's its own brand. It's the one that um, Tiger Woods got into an accident. In. Is it
0: also a Mercedes?
1: No, no it's, it's an SUV. Looks like, like they, it looks like the oh, does it? Oh, really? What kind of brand is that's that? That's It's own brand. Okay. I think it's like a higher-end Kia. Like a okay. gen- it's, like a, it's a okay. new... Oh, is it
0: Hyundai? Okay. It's a Hyundai. Okay, so.
1: But it could be an SUV. They do car Genesis so two, too.
0: Two cars were black, and so yeah. they went. They went uh, there. Ape ship. Right. Yeah. ship. Um, yeah. And listen, Brown says that it just feels wrong. Feels bad. His heart was racing. He said, "Sammy, who was the son, the 15-year-old son, looks 10 shades lighter. The kid's 15 years old. He's t- he's clearly terrified and traumatized by the situation. So meanwhile, he says the officers, after apologizing, just pulled off." That was it. they just left? Like that is a traumatic experience.
1: It's a horrible experience.
0: Um, they did zero due diligence when they arrived at the house. They didn't announce themselves and they didn't try to ring the doorbell. If they were more like uh, Brown, agent? Right. the agent, hello, testing that doorbell hello, out. Hello,
1: agent here. <laughs>
0: Police officer here. Uh, they didn't come there to talk. Um, they literally just came up in there like they were about to get some terrorists out of there. I mean that that is crazy. So. There you go. Wyoming police did not respond to multiple requests from NBC News for comment. And uh listen, it went from being afraid for my life. I would go to life. the
1: police station and see who called too. Like it, there had to have been a for sale sign out front.
0: These are the emotions that Brown felt. It went from being afraid for my life to shell shocked. To this is not right. Yeah, angry.
1: Anger. To now
0: I'm just flat out angry. Well, he
1: said slightly angry. He should be more than slightly angry.
0: Yeah.
1: You should be pissed.
0: Should be pissed. One hundred
1: percent. You know,
0: listen. I think whether the Wyoming police decide to get back to NBC news is one thing, but, but they should be doing something for Brown, uh, for Roy Thorne and for, for Sammy. I mean, just to pull off, no conversation. I mean, apologies, one thing, but like you just literally, these were Sunday dudes doing Sunday things, an agent. And now you sort of
1: lost your, your, in my mind, you're now losing your citizens trust. Like Oh, yeah. uh, I'm assuming they live in Wyoming. I'm sure that these individuals, the police officers, are are there to protect and like, them and as citizens. And now it's like,
0: well, what made you draw guns immediately? Did the squatter well, in
1: bushes did, and you're making signals like did, <laughs> you throwing a like a like yeah, a these guys
0: these guys are like playing gas. These guys are back at the station playing Call of Duty. Oh, I bet you they were. <laughs> they, they got a little took over, it a little too far. Yeah, it took a little far. But no, I'm saying is was the squatter was, was the situ- like if they said, hey, this squatter. When we took this squatter had out of guns here, go, grenades, and machine guns, grenades, they had a cannonball. He in probably had a sleeping bag, you know. But yeah, the squatter was literally probably squatting, you know, like they, they probably did not have grenades and stuff. So to react like this off of a past squatter is a little odd. And I've got to imagine that there was a for sale sign. I would love to know if there was a for sale sign. Not that that would have maybe.
1: Um, no, but again, like you're about- saying, though, at least if there's a for sale sign, like ask the questions, yeah. ask for identification. I'm certain that if those three individuals were in the home, first of all, if it's vacant, there's what are you even stealing?
0: Yeah, the, and the ob- what, you,
1: what 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 are you stealing? But maybe if they started running when the cops got there, okay, you know, yeah. now now it's time to chase. But the, the,
0: you're, this obviously goes like first thing that comes to mind is like this is a racial profile situation um that's certainly where my mind went and unfortunate uh total racket of the wyoming michigan police officers uh to pull this and i don't know i don't know what more you can say about that there
1: isn't really much more to say except how many many squatters own mercedes
0: i don't know well squatters you know who knows maybe Maybe he's still the mercedes and then uh, bobby wanted to chime in here and said how many squatters own own a mercedes but sometimes a squatter could just be squatting on a lease maybe they're trying to get right I mean, you can't, it's tough to evict people. Well, he probably
1: uh, spent all of his money on the Mercedes, which is why yeah. he's not, yeah. Anyway. Very,
0: very odd, odd situation in Super Michigan. Odd. So, all right, racket number two, Zillow rakes in $1.3 billion billion. in the second quarter, uh, but they do see their profits slip. So let's go through the numbers here. We know that they've been profitable now for the third straight quarter. Uh, Zillow, they got the $1.3 billion revenue between April and June of this year, uh that's their best haul from an also impressive recent quarter. So the company saw its overall profit saw uh fall. Okay, so in quarter one, uh so here was their here was their profit. For the second quarter of 2021, Nicole, mm-hmm. it was 10 million dollars. Mm-hmm. Not a big profit for for a company mm-hmm. like that. Not off a of 1.3 billion dollars in revenue that they made. They 10 got their million. hands
1: in a lot of shit, though, man. They're spending cash.
0: Oh, they got their hands in everything. So that's up compared to one year ago. When so a year ago, same quarter, Zillow suffered a loss of nearly 85 million. A so everyone loss. says everyone that says they're always losing money, always losing money. They've now had consistent quarters, three of them. Where they have been profit now, one year ago, 85 million lost. So they flipped that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was when obviously coronavirus was first impacting the housing market. However, it's down compared to the first quarter of 2021 when the company pulled in 52 million in net income. So, quarter one this year, 52 million in net ki- income, mm-hmm. um, as well as compared to the final quarter of 2022 when the net income hit 46 million. So, 46 million, 52 million, now, now 10, 10 million, but three profitable quarters. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of those uh, previous two quarters, respectfully, were the most profitable on record for Zillow. While net income lagged during the second quarter of the year, Zillow did see revenue shore 70% year over year. So the revenue soared 70% on that $1.3 million number. It's a huge, huge number. Huge. What I do want to point out, and they beat their expectations, they were expected to be at.
1: 127. Yeah,
0: 127 billion. They did one, the, one, three. the 1.3. All right, so Rich Barton. Here, here's He keeps saying it, guys. He's saying the same line over and over and over and over again. Are you listening to what these words really mean? By the way, there's a Spotify interview with Rich Barton. Yes. You got to go just um, type in Rich Barton on Spotify. I'll actually try to find it right now while we're doing this. While we're doing this? Yeah, I think people should really, if you're interested in Zillow and what they're doing, it's called Expedia and Zillow, Rich Barton. Go check out that interview. It's about an hour long. Really interesting stuff. Hmm. Insights from Rich Barton, the way he's thinking about building Zillow. But you, you can also get some insights just off of these quotes. We've read them before. Uh, they're the same quotes over and over again. Mm-hmm. Zillow is making rapid and significant process towards building a Progress. seamless, uh, what did I say? You
1: said process. Progress. Progress. Mm-hmm.
0: Towards building a seamless integrated real estate experience for our customers And partners, they've been very, like, you know, uh, specific about putting partners in there.
1: Yeah. Well, they have to.
0: They've been saying partners, partners, our partners.
1: Well, they need to keep us as partners. And
0: so I like seeing that, Mm -hmm. okay? If you're a Zillow partner, you like to see that they're mentioning their partners. Barton said in a statement that was cool in a report. Now, in that podcast, you will hear Rich Barton talk about the consumer a lot. He does get into his partners, real estate agents, what that means. But they will do whatever, and this is what he says in the, in the podcast, and I'm paraphrasing, whatever the consumer dictates that they do. Of course. Whatever the consumer demands is the direction well, that they are going. that's what they've been doing. Our strong second quarter results show how well we're executing on the three to five-year growth objectives we announced in 2019. 2019, that's when we mm-hmm. got our Zillow Flex contract. There's about 300 teams that have a Zillow Flex contract in the country. Um, and 2019 is when they really kicked off flex. We're now what in the middle of that three to five year growth objective. I mean, they are, ex- it, guys, they're getting rid of any markets where people are buying zip codes and they're working with the best of the best. We've talked about this Amazon-like experience for a long, long time. So, uh, there you go. Revenue is up. Profits are down in comparison to last quarter, but another profitable quarter uh, there's some more updates in here. Barton was talking about Zillow buying 3,800 homes during the second quarter while it also sold 2,086. Ooh, we're going to do some real words on that too. So I know somebody in Texas. That? Uh, my wife's family.
1: Yes. Did they reach is, out to Zillow?
0: Yeah. Yeah? So they had an agent that okay. said, hey, here's your number.
1: <gasps> we should do that. Maybe we and, should do that. And well, not on our
0: market? It's not in Connecticut.
1: Oh. It's
0: in Florida. It's not here in Connecticut. So the agent said, hey, here's your number. Yeah. Zillow's number was like way, like okay. way up here.
1: Okay.
0: I was like, send me that information. I'm like, did and you see it? Yeah. And so I want to, I want to do a show on that because once they get all the, once they get the bag from Zillow, I do want to unpack that.
1: So when, does like. it way, when is it, way when is it closing? more money How in quickly the market? Are they closing? Way more
0: money in the comps too. It's closing quick, I I gotta check in on that. All right, Marketeer of the Week, Chris Smith, former co, not former, he is the co-founder of Curator, uh, love Chris Smith, and he put put this up on Instagram. There is an Inman article, which we'll link the Inman article so you can go through that. Uh, I don't know if we can link the Instagram, but we can at least flash each and every card because I thought it was beautifully done by Chris. I didn't realize you were a purple
1: lover, though. You're like a purple lover. You like purple? The colors look
0: great. Did you see it?
1: Purple, some green. I love it. Look at him.
0: Five ways agents can partner with NCAA agents. The Inman article. Athletes. uh, Athletes. Yep. The NCAA article. No.
1: an article. article. Wow. Wow. Well, I listen, love it. That's what I'm here for. I'm just the translator. You're, you're
0: here because... I
1: have I've, I've found my job finally. You're here
0: because we've already done this segment once and Bobby's <laughs> made us do it a second time. Thank you, Bobby, very much. Uh, real estate agents who pay NCAA, NCAA athletes will win. Here's, here's why. why. So we're going to link that an article up. I love, uh, again, the Instagram post that Chris did. So yes. here's what's going on. Since about uh, July 1st, when the NCAA changed the rule, Mm -hmm. it is is allowing companies, organizations, businesses to now partner with NCAA athletes where they can collect a fee as the influencer. It's about time, NCAA, long overdue. These student athletes should have been paid for years well the
1: school was making so much yeah. damn money over them
0: and so everybody's trying to figure out how this is going to work is the school involved nope i, I think the best solution would be for the student athlete to go connect with these local businesses one-on-one directly so no manager directly. so now they're being I their mean, own manager if, if they want to get a manager they're an, sending invoices no no they can do that yeah. but what i'm saying is there's a early adapter adopter, adopter opportunity here i
1: love this okay I, we should do we should re-record often no, we should
0: never re-record bobby <laughs> um but th- there's an early opportunity here because yep. student athletes don't really know how to price themselves right okay i'm showing up to your event for two hours mm-hmm. how do i price that out mm-hmm. what do i charge mm-hmm. what does that look like mm-hmm. they just don't know right i've already dm'd i've heard Paige beckers yep yukon women's, women's athlete superstar Basketball. she's the next Diana Tarasi, Sue Bird, uh, she's the next big UConn superstar. I think yep. she's going into her sophomore year. Uh, anyways, U- in Connecticut, UConn basketball, women's basketball is huge. huge. bigger than any other sport in right. Connecticut, women's basketball. Uh, but in your state, it could be Alabama football. It could be Kentucky men's basketball. Right. Whatever college athlete is really popular in your state, you should be trying to connect with them. For us... I'm thinking about our grand opening. Tell the, me all about it. I
1: haven't heard about it for yet. the new
0: office that Nicole designed.
1: Yep.
0: Here for our team,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I confirmed
1: they, the I confirmed the the band too. By the way, yeah. After our first recording, yeah, yeah.
0: Nicole loves buying houses. She loves building offices, and she loves throwing parties. So she's mm-hmm. throwing a grand opening party. Yep uh that's gonna be did you lock in the date
1: i did september 15th
0: okay Yep. everybody's invited
1: everyone's invited uh
0: i, don't know I if, think there's uh, a lot of our
1: followers that want to come i'm though.
0: sure you guys could go nicole did a great job with the office by the way okay thank you you put up a couple of pictures of that bobby since you got to do extra work now anyways uh so i dm'd page i'm like hey love to have you at the grand opening she didn't write me back page i want to have you we here want you. and here's how i think this work if you're if you're having a grand opening right as a real estate agent and you bring in a college athlete a superstar college but even
1: athlete. If it's not a grand opening because not everyone is opening up new offices opening. but maybe it's like a like a, like a mega open house Could be a client appreciation client appreciation right? love the client appreciation so, so you yes.
0: bring in this ncaa superstar athlete now you get other businesses that are making money that are profitable businesses in the community to sponsor your event right so they can align your team branding your real estate agent branding with their brand with Yukon women's basketball. Right. So all brands are aligned. Like for for us, I'd love to have Paige come and then invite the local high school women's and men's basketball. But teams. doesn't it even need
1: to be high school. I mean, it could be it could be youth, youth. basketball. Yes. I'd like yes. to
0: invite all of the you know high school and under because
1: I know like grandmas would love to yeah. come. Maybe like, everybody. The, the yeah. grandmas
0: invite your parents, invite yes. your grandma, invite your aunts, invite your uncle, and the the student athletes. You know. Grade twelve and below that want to get a picture with Paige, right? Paige Becker's UConn women. And every
1: time they pass our building, they we'll would be like, "Mom, remember when I was eight and I got my picture Absolutely. taken with
0: Paige?" There, it now affiliates us, right. the real estate professionals, with Yukon and that special memory for uh, for the child to have their picture with the Yukon athlete. The parents get to come. We get to, you know, buy a little bit of inexpensive food.
1: Well, it's going to be, it's, it sounds like it's going to be a lot of food. Lot now of we food. have kids. Maybe now we have popcorn. I have to we'll do popcorn do like
0: cheap. We'll do popcorn and hot, hot, hot dogs, right? Popcorn. We'll the- It'll <laughs> be like a
1: circus. We'll do like a circus theme. We'll get some. Yeah, elephants. I love that actually. Yeah,
0: but, but they're getting the Clowns, picture. We'll
1: paint faces.
0: <laughs> you could, you could dress up. Like
1: that. <laughs> I'm, I feel great no. about not being the clown.
0: But what what a great way to bring so many people together. And you're going to get your return on right. whatever you, you know, whatever the hourly rate is, two, three hours for the athlete. You could probably get to travel them over. I mean, for us, that's a car ride yeah. f- from Yukon. Yep. um So, Chris Smith, great idea. I love, love the idea. It. Love the Instagram. Go check him out on Instagram. Check out the article on Inman. I would definitely be thinking about doing this. I hope that we can pull off a Paige, Paige Becker's or somebody from Yukon for our grand opening on September 15th. If you know Paige, Forward this video to her. Uh, If you're an agent and you're thinking about doing this in your state, I'd love to know in the comments, you know, which NCAA athlete or team you're thinking about having at your next mega open house, your grand opening, something, your client appreciation party. And uh, we'll see you guys. Oh, and also, uh, subscribe. make sure you subscribe. Of course, yes. My last ask for subscription, Bobby, was a lot smoother. Our third racket here, which is a total racket, total, by the everything's way. Everything's a racket. And I just got to hammer Bobby some more. Uh, did not record properly, so we had to re-record this third segment. I feel so, great about
1: it, though.
0: I had such a smooth ask for subscription. Please, if you've watched all the way to the I end. I feel like
1: it was smooth. I feel like please. I got to ask. It's my first time that I got to ask. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll do it more now because I'm yes, asking. Yes, please
0: consider subscribing, subscribing because Nicole asked you. And we'll see you guys on the next one. See you guys. Keep it real.